Welcome to this episode. My name is Harmony, and I am currently suffering from severe allergies. Or, as Phoebe Buffay would say, my voice is just super sexy right now. But on a real note, my voice is a bit deeper because I can barely breathe out of my nose and it sucks. Hooray for living in Florida! Speaking of Florida, that is exactly where the story I have for you today takes place. Oh my god, fancy that. A Florida man story? Not exactly. This is a Florida woman? Florida lady? Florida gal? Whatever you want to call her, <laughs> this bitch is crazy. Side note, when I was looking into information on Janine Jones, I found another Janine who's also absolutely bonkers because she's a nurse from Texas who's accused of killing a lot of children. One day I'm gonna talk about her, but that day is not today because like, I don't wanna feel sad. So there's that. Something about the death of kids just makes me go, hmm, that's sad. So because I didn't wanna bum myself out or you talking about children dying when I found this like disturbing murdering me, nurse, not niece, nurse, why do I have a podcast when I can't do words? Sorry for all you new people. I can't talk, but I run a podcast. Tell me why. <laughs> make it make sense. So anyways, this crazy Janine nurse, we will talk about one day. However, today I want to talk about Janine Jones from Florida. Janine Dumas Jones. Dumas is a name I gave her because she's a fucking dumbass trying to hire some people to kill some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tales all the time. Hire a hitman, try to get a murder done, get arrested by the cops, you know? <laughs> Real dumbass. Ah, oh, God, I can't wait to share this story with you because not only is Janine just a genius, she also has some interesting side criminal choices that she just did. Yeah. I think for the first time in maybe ever, this is going to be an episode that isn't going to leave you feeling down in the dumps and just real fucking shitty. This one's, this one's different. This is, this is just, this is what, uh, when murder goes wrong, I guess, and dumbasses get caught before real fucking bad shit can happen. I don't know. This, you know what? Let's just, let's go. A report of a white collar crime sparks a potentially deadly chain of events. I wanted to tell them everything I knew. And they wanted every little detail. He realized that he was kind of caught up in something, and, you know, maybe he was kind of angry about it. As tempers begin to boil, the consequences are lethal. One of the informants knew somebody that wanted to have somebody murdered. I was really thinking there's no way. You think just snapping his neck and putting him to sleep that way? Is that what you prefer? got your flippy flappies because like i said we are in northport florida and on february 25th of 2013 janine lee jones would be arrested and why was this because she tried to hire a hitman to kill her current husband 
Matthew Smith, and she also wanted to kill a man named John Chamberlain. She said that John was a tenant of hers and she also needed him ex-snide. As often is the case, Janine didn't know that the hitman that she had just hired was actually an undercover cop. <gasps> I know, shocking. She done stepped in the duties. I don't know if you're catching on, but uh, that's how she got caught. I'm jumping ahead of myself though. Hold on, let me tell a story. It's a good one. So, I really couldn't figure out how the undercover cop got involved, but uh, he was involved. Usually this happens when like the person who's looking to have somebody killed just kind of like reaches out to like a friend or a cousin or like, I don't know, anybody just off the street and is like, hey, do you know how I can get somebody killed? And they're like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> 911. Hey, uh, I don't know what's going on, but my friend wants to have somebody killed. Do you, can you help me? Oh, you're gonna send a detective or sweet. All right, I guess uh, detectives do murders now. <laughs> kidding you know but uh, that's usually what happens i guess i don't know no one's come to me and been like i think i want to kill somebody do you know anyone that can do it so i'd be like <laughs> me obviously just kidding i would never share if i was actually a murderer come on that's how you get caught <laughs> anyways back to someone who did get caught because she was a dumbass so usually when people go to someone they trust you know like she did they reach out to the police and uh, the police get involved. Moral of that part of the story is don't trust anybody. Now, investigators would learn that Matthew was Janine's fourth husband. Okay, I didn't mean to say fourth like that. I could give two shits how many times somebody's been married because do you do you boo? Like seriously, I don't care. However, her previous husband, Max Jones, had died suddenly in November of 2011. So they were like, hmm, that's a little bit strange. I feel like my mouth made a really weird noise and I think the mic got it. So <laughs> sorry about that. Now, she was 49 years old, okay? She was 49, right? And when she married Matthew, he was 26. She married him pretty, pretty suddenly <laughs> after her husband died, like, like six months after he died. Like, I understand grieving is its own process and I understand breakups and moving on. However, they didn't break up. He fucking died and I don't know how most people move on from like their spouse passing away because both of my ex-husbands are very much still alive. And yes, I said both. Judge me all you want. I could give two fucks. However, um, I don't think that if I had been married to them and they like suddenly passed away, I would have just gotten married within six months. Anyways, so she did. And, uh... <clears throat> Yeah, he was 26, but like, you know, again, Kruger, do your thing. Definitely isn't strange that her husband died suddenly and then she's looking to kill her new one. That's not anything to be like alarmed by, right? No. There have been reports that the hit list keeps growing. The only other person that usually be at his home with him is his 11-year-old daughter. And she said if she gets in the way, kill her too. I think that was one moment that shows how dark her heart is. When detectives think this case is as twisted as it gets, 
Rumors about a mysterious death from the past resurface. There was two police officers, and they told me that my father had passed away. It kind of felt like my world came, my world crashed. To this day, I still have unanswered questions. I just can't believe what she has turned into. Not long after Janine was arrested, her husband, Maddie Boy, was arrested as well. I know, it's like another plot twist, this is crazy. He and Janine would both face charges in real estate schemes that they were running. You see, the couple would find these what they believe to be abandoned like properties, then they would just like grab this unit or house or building, fix it all up, and then rent it out. Except that's illegal. If it's not your property and you haven't spoken with the owners, you can't do that. I mean, like, no, you can do it. Like, nothing's stopping you. But, I mean, once you get caught, you're pretty much fucked. Anyways, so, um, they were doing this, and it actually kind of succeeded for a bit. Like, uh, a good bit, because John Chain was... John Chain, oh my god. Harmony? Seriously? John Chain Berlin. He has a full name that I apparently was like, fuck it, he doesn't need that. So yeah, John Chamberlain was one of these tenants. And he's also, again, surprise, one of the people that Janine wanted to have killed because, well, he was a wretch in their plan. And uh, here's how. You see, John actually kind of bought in on this scheme with them, except he didn't know what they were doing was illegal like, in any way, shape or form because he was just helping them with maintenance like in these units. So he was just their maintenance man. However, because he was, he was now part of this absolutely illegal thing. Now, all of this being illegal and being unaware of was about to change. But before we get there, I want to say something real quick because I was fucking shocked. At first I was like, what? You can't move into like an abandoned property and just like fix it up? No, no, you can't. Damn it. That's called squatting. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like if you're going to own a piece of property and you're not going to live there, don't let it rot. Like, just fucking don't. I don't know. Let somebody else live there and take care of it. Get a caretaker. I don't know. Too many homeless people. Like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. It anchors me. Anyways, I'm also a person who sees abandoned houses and I'm like, oh my god, that's good bones right there. Could do so much to it. Mm, I love you. I want to move into you and fix you up, make you real nice and homey, and then sell you. Or live in you depends i don't I, that sounds weird but anyways i'm getting sidetracked so back to the story because that's why you're here and that's what i was doing so eventually everything changed when a civil suit was filed against the couple and you want to know who that was filed against them by hmm do ya? Do ya? Mr. Chamberlain and that's why surprise janine wanted him but you but you killed On January 25th, 2013, a foreclosure real estate scheme is what brings John Chamberlain to Northport authorities. I walked into City Hall and I said, I want to see somebody in charge. And they sent me to the city manager. John tells the city manager he has information to share about a real estate company and its owner, Janine Jones. A corporation in the name of My Retirement LLC 
It's set up to take over foreclosed properties and then rent them out to people that were looking for a place to live. Jan and I were friends, and she's like, I'm going to need a lot of plumbing work done. And I was like, okay, steady work. <laughs> I wasn't going to turn it down. She goes, since you're going to be doing so much work for us, we can actually even rent you a house and reduce the rent for you. What more could you want? Did it just get stuffier in here, or is it just me? <laughs> it's just me, isn't it? Have I mentioned how much I hate allergies? No? Okay, well, <laughs> this is me mentioning it. Let's go ahead and pause talking about her choice of career, which was just fraud. As far as the solicitation for murder was concerned, Janine had it completely all planned out. And I mean, as you can imagine, because we're here, it went swimmingly. Went off without any hitch, not even so much as like a cop. But um, tis. She agreed to pay for each murder and she was going to pay a, are you ready? This is like insane. <laughs> a whopping four thousand doll hairs. Four thousand, four grand. That's, that is less than it costs to move into a like one bedroom apartment, first, last, and security, maybe like a pet, you know? $4,000? Like, I mean, sure, if that just fell into my bank account right now, I would praise, I don't know, whoever, I thank you. But to hire a hitman? No. Sorry, everyday average person, four grand is a blessing to pay for murder. You're hiring, like, the dollar store hitman. Sorry, that's no. But as we are kind of getting to learn, you know, <laughs> Janine is a Tomas. Tomas. However, she was planning to go on a cruise really soon, and she apparently wanted to do this without her husband. So either her husband had to be killed, and then 30 days later, John had to be killed. Another thing about Janine is uh, she said, fuck those kids. Because John had kids, and she said to the assassin, sorry, to the undercover cop, and by the way, I say assassin because I'm gonna tell you another little funny little tidbit about this dumbass of a woman. So she tells this undercover cop, hey, you know what? I don't care if his kids are there when you go in to kill him because fuck those kids. Like, I just don't give a shit. I don't care. You still kill him, all right? I don't care. I don't care if they're playing games or whatever. And then she says, maybe you can just like snap his neck. <laughs> just like sneak in and get the targets. And just, ah. I'm serious. She was talking to him like, like he was an assassin and she has seen one too many movies. Anyways, she did say, like, you could also just uh, make it look like a carjacking and just pew pew, you know, and oh my god, they're dead. She then gave him all the information he'll need, you know, like their address, some pictures, everything they do all day, every day, you know, just folder of them, menu of murder targets. Police say earlier this month, Jones tried to hire a hitman to kill her husband, Matthew Smith, who she had a life insurance policy on. We went to their home, but nobody answered. The whole situation is a true shock. Jason Grant lives next door. I don't, I really don't know them that well. 
but from what I know, I thought they was really happy. Police say Jones didn't know she was sharing information about her alleged plot with an undercover detective at this Northport shopping plaza. Explained in detail the subject she wanted to have murdered, including a name, address, and a photo. Police tell us in one case, Jones described how the detective could kill one of her targets by snapping his neck or just shooting him. And also discussed that the body should be removed due to uh, less mess and less evidence. According to investigators, Jones also said she wanted the crime committed while she was on a cruise. She allegedly agreed to pay the undercover $4,000 to carry it out and wanted to have the second man murdered 30 days later. It is actually a new day from when I recorded the last segment that you just heard. Hopefully I don't sound as stuffed up. I have allergy meds in my system, non-drowsy thankfully, and I should be getting better throughout the next few days and a lot less operator-esque, you know, clogged up sounding. You know, the whole smelly cat, smelly cat, it's not your fault. <laughs> That whole thing, you know? Phoebe Buffet. Sorry, okay, you know what? Let's get back to murder, because that's why you're here. That and the fact that Janine is just a dumbass, man, seriously. So, okay, a prosecutors that were going after this case, this woman, state that the whole reason behind, guys, behind this hiring a hitman, behind her hiring a hitman to kill Matthew was well, she had a million reasons, okay? Because there was a million dollar life insurance policy on her sweet, sweet beau of a husband that she wanted to fucking kill. So obviously the prosecutors were like, that's, that's a lot of fucking money. And for many people, it's called motive. She actually obtained this policy on her husband. So that doesn't look really good for her because it really does look more like motive. Also, I don't know if you guys can hear these like weird taps behind me. Those are my turtles. They're playing right now. They play with each other. Like, I'm not kidding. They throw rocks like they like use their little hands and they throw rocks at each other. And it's adorable, but it gets really loud. And sometimes you can hear it in the back of my podcast. Just like if you listen like randomly, you can hear tippy taps from my corgi because this is a whole wood floor place that I live. So yeah, it's just lots of little noises you guys can hear. I'm gonna stop getting distracted and get back to the murder. Now, I'm sure you can figure out why she wanted John dead. You know, John Chamberlain, her tenant, the guy that was suing her because he knew too much. That was actually like her reason, you know, because he, he obviously was blabbering about her career choice, which as we know was fraud, which is heavily frowned upon by the government. So she was in some boiling water and she was like, shit, he turned the stove on. Let me unplug this bitch and was just going to kill him. Because if the main witness is dead, along with her partner, who's going to who's gonna be able to prove like she had anything to do with this? She just could use her retirement fund. You know, the one that was Taking all the money from the felony? Yeah, you know, my retirement LLC. God, she's so smart. Now here's the thing. While in custody, things would get a bit more sticky because, well, <laughs> they would find out that Janine, she may have been like, you know, talking to some hitman about murdering two people, 
but they wouldn't be the first time she killed. Yeah, yeah, it's about to get even more crazy. Maybe a bit more crazy than Janine. Crazy bitch, crazy bitch, crazy bitch. There would be a lockbox on the door and she said, these houses have sat so long, they can't contact anybody that has the key for them. And so we got to go in there and drill the locks off. I did like one or two for her. And then I told her, I said, I don't feel comfortable doing this. I don't do illegal stuff like this. And I knew at this time now that she was involved in illegal stuff. He knew Janine and he realized that he was kind of caught up in something. And, you know, maybe he was kind of angry about it. You know, if someone's defrauding people, I wanted to tell them everything I knew so that they would know I had nothing to do with this little scheme that she was doing. The city manager directs John to a detective who officially opens an investigation. They took me in a room and closed everything off and put me on camera. You're here today to give us information regarding some kind of real estate scheme to defraud that was brought to your attention. That's correct. He claimed that Janine Jones was collecting rent on approximately 13 homes that she did not own. Why don't you take me back to like how you came to know uh, Janine? They wanted every little detail, and that's when the ball got rolling. I met Janet approximately nine years ago through church, and I became friends with her husband, Max. So while in custody, her husband, Matthew, would apparently tell authorities that Janine had been responsible for the death of her third husband, Max Jones. Some articles and some records of this whole Janine Jones case say that his family was actually really suspicious of her before any charges would actually be brought against her in the case of Max. While others say that they weren't really suspicious until like the charges were filed on her and they were like, oh shit, <laughs> that makes a little bit of sense, don't it? According to Matty Boy, his lovely, lovely wife, had killed her recent husband by giving him a rather large dose of insulin, which in turn would like basically make it look as though he just had a fatal heart attack and would end up dying just rather oddly because of this random heart attack at the age of 51. I know 51 sounds old and all to like all of you young bucks out there. However, to just die of a heart attack bit odd in the 50s i mean yes you can you can literally die of a heart attack at any age i actually attended a friend's funeral when i was 19. why did i put 19? 19 and uh he had died of a heart attack so and it wasn't because of red bulls and all that because i'm rather old red bulls weren't around when i was in high school <laughs> wait i wasn't in high school then never mind okay but you know what it happens it really does so that's why it was just kind of like skirted on by. However, after they like started looking into it, it was just rather, rather apparent that like he probably didn't just have this spontaneous heart attack. 
and this would lead investigators to look into the death of Max Jones. Well, that's when I finally got the nail in the coffin that I knew something was up. And I told you I had developed a rapport with her tenants because every time something would go wrong, you know, if, if it was plumbing, of course she's going to send me over there. So this house that was having all the problems with the, with the well, I can't even remember what street it was on. But uh, anyways, she told me, she said, you got to come out. She's like, you're never going to believe what happened. You're never going to believe what happened. And I, I said, what happened? She goes, I had someone, I had the police knock on my door today. And I said, yeah, what'd they want? And she said that they were there with a couple. And this couple was standing there looking at me in the door and said they wanted to know what the hell I was doing in their house. She's like, I was taken back. She goes, I was stunned. She said, excuse me? And they said, once again, what are you doing in our house? And they had the police with her, the Northport police. They said, this is our home. So this house had sat for six years, and finally the homeowners returned to find someone sitting, living in this house, whom they told them, they said, we rent this house from Jan Jones. And they were like, we do not know who this person is. And the police basically just took a report and said, this is a civil matter. We got nothing to do with it. And they didn't even respond to it. So I went to Jan, and I was like, you won't tell me what's going on. And she gave me the same song and dance about she has to check her contracts, this, that, the other thing. And so I like, I didn't know what to think at first. And, and I just, I didn't make an issue of it. And I just looked at her and said, okay, you know, whatever. And I, I just, you know, I didn't want to tell her I don't believe you at that point or anything. And I just walked out of there. Janine would end up pleading no contest to two counts of solicitation of murder. <laughs> Sorry. In solicitation of murder. <clears throat> oh my lord, really everything. As soon as I fix speaking, my throat's like, ooh, allergies, don't forget. <laughs> I'm so sorry guys, I'm just trying to create an episode for you and my body does not want it to happen. Let me try this again. In June of 2014, Janine would plead no contest to two counts of solicitation of murder. Ha! <sighs> that was a lot harder than it seemed, okay? So she did this because it seems as though she really was like positive if she went to trial, it was not going to end well for her. I mean, they had videotape her on camera in the car with the undercover cop. I'm sorry, the hitman that she believed she was talking to for $4,000. And she's just talking about how like, you know, if you go to John's house and uh, his 11 year old daughter is there because she's basically always with him because like he's a good dad. So fuck that. Uh, you could just kill her. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. Just like, boop, boop, kill her too. <laughs> but make it look like an accident. Fucking crazy ass bitch. I'm serious. Do you hear? Like, you can look up the videos. Some of them. Some of them haven't really been released. You can just hear the audio. But, mmm, man. It's fucked up, man. It's so fucked up. So, she pleads no contest because, yeah. And this is not the same, by the way, as like making a deal. With a deal, you know, you like plead you're guilty you're just like yeah no i did it but uh because i'm saying i did i can fix that you know like make up for the bad and you guys are gonna let me out sooner right 
sweet. Instead, she's like not saying she's guilty and not saying she's not guilty. <laughs> but like also she wants to take the risk of a sentencing by stating that neither here nor there. She didn't even try to do an Alfred's plea. Like she just was like, no, nah, I'm not going to try to fight this. <laughs> it just looks real bad. I know. Not saying it is bad, not saying I did it or not, but like, it just looks like I did. The thing is, is I don't actually think she could have gotten a deal on the solicitation of murder because of like the past with her husband that did actually die suspiciously. However, I do think she could have gotten like a deal on her fraudulent career and how she was just renting out these houses that weren't hers. You know, like admitted, hey, <laughs> I did do that. Do you think we can just maybe not add that to all of the stuff that I'm already fucked over on? That'd be cool, right? However, she did. Because Janine pled no contest, she received two life sentences plus a year for charges of occupational license fraud. I feel like possibly though getting a year for the license fraud thing i feel like that may have been somehow like a deal maybe i don't know maybe they were like these two life sentences really let her know she <clears throat> i'm sorry she she really fudged up but like let's go ahead and nail in the coffin throw in this like year <laughs> you know like you got two life sentences plus a year bitch i'm not actually positive if Matt did serve any time for his like accounts in the fraud cases. There's different things stating different stuff. I'm not I'm not really positive. I'm really not. And she said, and it's because of the fact that you had no hesitation whatsoever about having his daughter killed as well. She goes, I find you just she said, you know, you're an animal. She's like, she, she goes, it just totally disgusts me. And that's when she slammed it to her and just gave her that, that life sentence. But I thought that Jan was going to get off very easy. And I thought she was going to get a light sentence because the judge was being so kind to her. And, and the judge was pretty much smiling at her as she gave her that sentence, too. Janine uh, was sentenced to uh, life in, in prison. Um, and I feel that she deserved um, that sentence. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised, but I was, um, relieved knowing that she would not get a, another opportunity, uh, to do such a thing. I think Janine is an evil person and, you know, knowing so many things about this case, especially again, it always falls back on the death of Max Jones and she has not been charged with that, and you know, I, I think now looking back on it, it really kind of opens everything up to really look at that death and realize, you know, what happened to him, and you know, why is he gone? And he was a young guy, and you know, and th and that was his wife, you know, and he's gone, and now you have a person who's married right away, and you know, doing all these things that are very selfish and involved in this criminal enterprise, and you know. She's exposed, so she wants to just have people murdered. So, I mean, to me, if you want to murder people so that you can just keep doing what you're doing, I think you would have to be, I know you've got something inside of you that is not, it's not right. And I don't think it happened overnight with her. I think it was, that's just the kind of person that she is. And I think that prison is a good place for her, for sure, based on this investigation. 
you want to look into the case of Janine Jones, she was often described as the Black Widow. Now, you will find that out after, of course, the many articles of Janine Jones, the killer nurse from Texas. You know, the one who was pulling a book from Anakin and was just out there murking younglings. Yeah, that one. You'll find plenty on her. I believe the reason they, like, asserted her as this Black Widow killer is because she was married four times. You know, she had... Her first husband was Albert Campbell, and then her second was Philip Wallace, and nothing between them, those marriages, seemed to go awry or astray besides the fact that the marriages just kind of like fell apart, because sometimes people just don't work out romantically. And it's not because, I guess, you know, someone's trying to have the other one killed. I'm sure her, as like a whole, how she is as a person, probably had a big part in the marriages falling apart, but I don't know, because I, I, I'm not going to reach out to those guys and be like, yo, what happened? And yes, they are still alive, as far as I know. You can't really find any issues that happened with her previous marriages until Max, and many people started stating that they're pretty sure that, like, she killed him, because, like, she said it. She just flat out was like, I did that. I did. And it was only to people close to her that she sort of like mentioned this or hinted at it or like stated it. But as we know, those people close to her also totally snitched on her and was like, by the way, she wants to have her new husband, who like she shortly married after her last one, just died so suddenly. Yeah. Um, she wants him killed. But like not just him, also a tenant who is suing her because he knows too much. She's a really great person though, I promise. Yeah, she's, she makes like a super fantastic cobbler and on Sundays we have mimosas. Kidding about that last part. Don't actually know if she's a good person because she sounds like a real fucking piece of shit. One thing I did find rather interesting about Miss Janine. If you like your women spicy, and I don't mean like neuro spicy, like me, neurodivergent, a little bit quirky, got some trauma, a little bit of mental illness gonna keep you on your toes. One minute I might look at you and be like, I fucking hate you, get off of me. And the next like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> My brain sometimes makes me real fucking crazy. Can you just hold me and tell me I'm pretty, I love you. But she, she's she's like murder crazy you know like you look at her wrong and she's like i'll fucking shank you <laughs> you think i'm kidding come here let me give you a kiss with my knife bitch because why i say this is she's actually seeking out somebody for some fun go ahead and head on over if you're if you're like interested and you want a spicy woman like i said to jailhouse with a dash in between babes.com I'm not actually sure if it's still up and running, at least from what I read, read, not wed, not what I wed, uh, what I read it is, but uh, you can see her, and uh, you can see that she has uh, first degree murder charges against her, and that's why she has life in prison, she'll never ever ever get out, but she is looking for somebody that uh, she would like to have uh, some, some shared interests with, she would like you to be handsome and a very distinguished gentleman according to the description. Yeah, so I mean, if you would like to date somebody who could possibly kill you, I mean, she's in prison, so like, maybe she probably won't. I don't even know if she can have those conjugal visits, so that's gonna suck, but uh, you know, you could try. She, she might be a good time. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Keep you guessing for sure. I do want to state that when it comes to Matt, there's never been any charges actually put against her, and sadly, that blows ass because his family deserves real justice, but I think we can all agree she killed him. And if she didn't, well, I guess we can all also agree it was rather convenient 
for uh, the character development of her story. Sorry, I don't know if the audio got a little bit like off there. To me, it sounds like it. But while I was recording that, I kept having so many like ambulances and police go by the road just outside of where I record. Like it's a it's a good like half acre, but you could hear all of these emergency sirens. So I apologize guys if the audio and my voice kind of like comes in and out and sounds far and closer. I'm really trying to get odd background sounds just like edited out as best as I can. So I apologize and I really hope that you enjoyed this Janine Jones case. We're gonna take a quick little break and then it's time for us to say goodbye. of Janine Jones, not to be confused with the psycho nurse from Texas. This is the crazy lady from Florida. Got a whole kind of breed of people down here in case you've never been in Florida or you know you've just happened to read some read read some headlines, read headlines anytime in your life and you see Florida man. There's a lot of Florida women too. There really are. Like Florida is its own crazy ass place and that is it's really saying a lot because I live here, but I also lock myself in my home and my little area of like, I think it's like 11, 13 acres, I don't know, of just land. And I travel out from time to time to see my small group of people and like to get necessities to exist. Otherwise, I don't want to be near half of y'all. <laughs> y'all scare me. You know, because I do stuff like go through these stories and cases that are completely true of people just proving to me that monsters do exist. Just like Scooby-Doo showed us, they're just fucking human. Take me to a haunted place any day. Throw me in the dark. I'm afraid of what I can't see because what's in there, that's fine. I will take that. I don't care. I don't want to be alone with half of you motherfuckers, though. Nope. I don't want to be alone with people. Cause y'all scare me. Y'all are, y'all are a little bit unnerving. <laughs> okay, listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I was gone for like 20 days and I wanted to come back with something that was just a bit different. Something that was, you know, a bit more fun, but also disturbing because it's fucking murder. But like, I just wanted to have a few laughs because you can't laugh over murder. Can you laugh over spilled milk? That doesn't make any sense, does it? Okay. Point being, guys, I really, really hope that you enjoyed this episode on Janine. And I hope that though I was gone for 20 days and I don't know if I'll be back this week. I probably will, though. Most likely. Yeah, I'm probably going to make at least one episode for you. But I am playing catch up because I was in a very dark place for some time due to my doo-doo. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm doo-doo. <laughs> so much sure my breakup but I have officially closed all of that and am doing a lot better like so much better finally started dating again oh my god it's gross and weird out here I'm not doing very well in that department because you have to talk to strangers and I don't like strangers so I may be dating just don't actively <laughs> <clears throat> it's funny because it's true 
I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you if you stuck it all the way out to this point. I love you guys so much and hey, if you did make it all the way here, send me a message anytime on any of my social media. I try to read them all. You can reach out to me at oh hey it's harmony on TikTok and Instagram. Or if you just want to reach right out to me, send me an email at what the actual EFF harmony at gmail.com. I do not have alerts for those emails turned off. However, all of my messages are on a silent alert because I do get a lot on social media a day. The emails for business and my podcast, however, are continuously staying on. Speaking of all of that, if you've made it all the way here, if you do go to my Instagram, you will find a really awesome little link there. No, not my OnlyFans, even though if you want to go there, I wouldn't complain. There is one for the Drive Clothing, a wonderful brand that I have partnered with. I absolutely adore them. Mr. Drive, the, oh, just everybody there is amazing. Seriously, I love them. But if you head over to my Instagram at oh, hey, it's Harmony, you will see the Drive Clothing. It's my special link right there and you'll get a lovely discount and you can find some of the most incredible clothes. Seriously, I, I, I love them. Before I even started working with them, I followed the brand. I like commented on stuff. I love them. I cannot express that enough. They are so my style and their mission, everything they stand for is just fantastic. Be a driven one and go there. Plus, you know, all of your support for them supports me as well and the continuance of the creation of everything that I do. As a content creator, the real only way that I can survive and continue to create content for you is by you. So if you want to check that out, I'd appreciate it. If not, just keep, you know, listening to these podcasts all the way through. Go and follow me on social media. If you want to watch some of my stories from time to time, there you go. You're chipping in, helping me create more content for you by simply digesting and watching, listening, and just, you know, supporting me. I love you guys so, so much. And to all of you who do listen from the drive, I love you guys. And I'm so glad to be a part of the team. So everyone stay safe. I hope that next time I come back here, my allergies won't be so bad and I can get through an episode, hopefully without sounding as though I am Phoebe Buffay, who is just singing with her sexy voice. Smelly I can't, I can't keep that up. Anyways, guys, stay safe because I never want to tell a story about you. Love you. Later. Bye.